Who is Big Papa Swama? <laughs> You'll find out. Actually, you won't find out, but no, you, uh, you, you would have found out if you were listening to our morning show. What we're about to give you is, is not uh, Big Papa Swama, but instead uh, what we feel are the top five things that happened on our morning show, the morning show that you can hear on Planet 93.9. We're Dave and Darren in the morning, and now we're, we're Dave and Darren giving you our top five things. My name is Dave. And this gentleman is Darren. And the podcast is brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. They've got two locations, one on Tech Drive in Milan. They also have one in Galesburg on West Main Street. Milan is open every day. Galesburg is open weekdays and Saturdays. Nature's Treatment offers a wide selection of products for recreational use, like flour, vapes, and edibles. And uh, you can uh, get on the recreational waiting list. Those are available. You can reserve your time. You do that by going to their website, which is ntillinois.com. I just got back from the golf course where I actually played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Juice. Let's With get a little s- help. <laughs> get started here. Number one. 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 Number one. Here he is, the Quad City's favorite joke-telling monkey puppet. Ladies and gentlemen, one hand against another makes a lovely noise for Spank the Joke-Telling Monkey Puppet. Yes, we know, it sounds a little funky, but here on the radio we have our own monkey. Okay, now, I know we're in trouble when the monkey starts programming the station. Yeah, we're just going right into it. I ain't got time to waste. I got big plans. Big plans? Big plans for the weekend. Yard work? Yard work. No, man, I'm doing a I'm doing a, a drive-in show in Del Mar, California. Oh, is that right? Yep, opening up for Third Eye Blind. What the? And Smash Mouth. <laughs> and Smash Mouth will be there too. <laughs> no, this is uh, what they call a uh, social distant uh, social distancing. Uh huh. And they're gonna have a uh, everyone show up at the drive-in movie theater. Yeah. And I'll be there opening up for a Third Eye Blind tonight in Del Mar, California. All the way to Del Mar, California. And how many minutes are they giving you? I got to do what we call in the business a tight 15. Uh-huh. Okay, 15 minutes in Del Mar, California. Uh-huh. Now, we're not going to be able to make it, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't think you are either, Spank. How are you getting to Del Mar, California? They just ship me out there. I'll uh-huh. be there. I'll buy the, if everything goes according to plan... The, the folks at DHL are going to pick me up here at the station <laughs> and put me in a box, and then they ship me, uh, d- it's like 28 bucks, and I'll be in the Del Mar sorting facility in time for the show. Okay. Well, we're not going to be able to make that. We hope you make it. Uh, any chance you can share uh, with us uh, what you might be, what you've got worked up for Del Mar? Well, since you're not going to be at the show, I'll give you a, a yeah, I don't. Yeah, th- I don't think it hurts to. Yeah, they can't hear this on, in Del Mar, California, can they? Well, they can. Oh, I wish you would have told me that before I did this. As a matter of fact, they can by using our live stream. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Which Christ. is brought to you by Big River Property Inspection. Okay. Home and commercial inspections serving the Quad Cities and surrounding areas. Call or text Manny 563-265-5690 or visit BigRiverInspectionQC.com. Protect your future with real peace of mind when experience matters. Big River Property Inspection. Thanks for mentioning that, Spank. Now, if you're going to come to the Dirt Eye Blind Show tonight, uh, turn with off, sma- with turn smash off mouth. your... And Smash Mouth will be there, too. Uh, if Turn off the radio now so the jokes aren't spoiled. Because I don't have time to write the new material for the night show. So anyone in Del Mar, California... If you're planning on going to see me and Smash Mouth... And third blind. Third eye blind. Third eye blind. Come and uh, see us and enjoy the show. What is it? What is the third eye blind? They're like a rap group or what the hell are they? I think they're just kind of a rock group, pop rock group, right? I'm familiar with Smash Mouth. I don't know what the third blind mice is. What is, uh, what is it then? Third eye. Third, third eye blind. Right third eye blind. Three blind mice. Three blind mice. That's, the, that's what they should have called the group. Maybe I'll mention that to the fellas. Is it fellas or is it a chick group? I think it's guys. Yeah, Stephen Jenkins is the uh, front man. Do not look him in the eyes. Is he the one that you're not supposed to look at? Yeah, I had a run-in backstage where we were told we were not to make eye contact with any of the guys in Third Eye Blind. Well, that I respect. What, who do they think they are? Barry Manilow? What are you, 
Yeah, they're, it's because they're blind. They don't want you looking in their eyes. I don't think that's all it. will be were, revealed. They were big, big stars back then. Now they're doing drive-in theaters with a monkey puppet opening up. Was that a shot? Here's some jokes. Again, don't listen if you're going to be at the show tonight. In Delmar. I'll be... I think I'm on In Between Smash Mouth and the Three Mice. That makes sense. So Smash Mouth is opening for you. That's my understanding. <laughs> well, it makes sense to break things up. Clear the palate. Right, they come on and they do the... the, the third eye... The, what the hell's it called? Smash Mouth. Right, they come out, they do the Smash Mouth, and then I come out and I kill with some comedy, and then Third Eye Blind will be rocking your socks off tonight at the drive-in theater. Tickets are still available. Oh, I bet they are. <laughs> you know, Darren, at first I was mad uh-huh. when my doctor prescribed me medication that would lower my sex drive. Yeah. But now, there's no hard feelings. <laughs> nice. That's the that's a joke. Yeah. You might have to remind them about that. You know, remind them it's a joke in Delmar too. Well, hopefully, I'll have the rim shot. Yeah. I'll have a professional, and I won't have to. Tell well, they you. do. They both bands have drummers. So. I didn't. I didn't see where the joke was. No hard feelings. It's a. It's a joke about dysfunction in the. That reminds me. It's the weekend. I know a lot of people like to uh, have drinks for the weekend. Yeah. That's in the news. No, I don't. You don't have to set every joke up by saying it's in the news. I like to be topical. Anyway, did you hear about this uh, fella that uh, drowned in a beer tank? No. So they uh, they got to sit down his widow. and Because, uh, you know, this guy dies, he drowns in a beer tank. And uh, they go and they knock on her door and they go, Hey, lady, uh, your husband is dead. He drowned in one of the beer tanks. And this woman is like, Oh, no, that's so bad. Oh, no, my dead husband. She says, uh, Do you know, uh, did, he, did he suffer? And the guy from the brewery says, Oh, no, we, we honestly don't think he did suffer. And she says, Well, how, how do you know? And uh, the fellow from the brewery says, well, he came out a couple times to take a whiz. (laughs) (laughs) Whammo! Uh-huh. And finally, if I may, you know, old people are in the news. This story is about old people. It's fair. Old people are in the news? They're in the news a lot, old people. Okay, all right. By the way... Uh, there is a senior discount for the Smash Mouth show tonight. Oh yeah, what do they get? What kind of a percentage off? It's a it's a percentage off your ticket. Show it at the door when you come to the drive-in in Delmar, California. <laughs> show them tonight. what? Show them what? That you're old. Oh okay. Show them that you're old and you get a discount. I don't know. Just... DHL's here. Oh, I gotta wrap this up. Okay. So these two old women are uh, outside their nursing home and uh, they're having a drink uh-huh. and they're having a smoke Yeah. and then it starts to rain. Oh boy. And uh, the one lady pulls out a condom mm. and she cuts the end off the condom and she puts it over her cigarette Yeah. and she continues to smoke. And her friend says, what the hell are you doing? And she says, well, this is a condom. You see, I put the condom on my cigarette and then that way it doesn't get wet. Woman goes, well, where the hell'd you get that? And uh, the other gal says, well, you can get them really at any pharmacy. Sure. So this old woman is excited by the idea. She goes to the local pharmacy, and she tells the pharmacy, she says, listen, I need a box of these condoms. And the pharmacist is like, well, you're pretty old for that, but uh, you know, okay. And uh, he's looking at her weird, cause again, it's like a, a really super old lady, right? Uh huh. And uh, he says, okay, I'll get you some condoms, but, uh, you know, what size do you need? And the old lady looks at the pharmacist. She says, uh, but size doesn't really matter. Just as long as it'll fit on a camel. (laughs) 
Limo. Oh, it'll... I gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah, they're, they're, the guy is looking for you. If I miss this, I'm, this is like my only gig for like the next six weeks. So I gotta go. Okay. All right, later, Liz. Kill him. All right, just like that, he's he's got the DHL guy honking the horn in the parking lot here. Yeah. Spank the joke-telling monkey puppet, ladies and gentlemen. Two. 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 Get ready for more robots at Walmart. There's a startup company called Blended, and they're doing this out on the West Coast right now, and eventually I think this thing is working out so well that they're going to be moving it into all of the Walmarts at some point. Could be sometime in 2021 when you see this at your local Walmart. Uh, Blended is a kiosk where a robot will make you a smoothie. Mm. Get a smoothie made by a robot right there at You're the Walmart. You're doing it wrong. You don't get to say that to a robot. The kiosk is open seven days a week. Why wouldn't it be? It's a robot. Allows customers to place contactless orders for a 12-ounce smoothie, which the robot then whips up. You know what I want, robot? Suicide. Suicide. Well, you can do that because each smoothie is made to order exactly how you want it. A little bit of everything. Come and on, robot. Suicide. It, it takes the robot three minutes to make your smoothie. Consumers use their cell phone to order by scanning a QR code at the kiosk or uh, on the app that they have. Aren't there vending machines already that make smoothies? Not that I'm aware of. Where have you seen it? Don't they have those at Quickstar? That's a milkshake. No, no, no. Oh, no, they do no. smoothies as well. You're right. Yeah. So this is already, this is already going on. They browse, without without the need of a robot. They browse the menu of smoothies made from whole fruits and vegetables. Once they select a drink, they customize it to their personal taste and health preferences. Maybe that's what's different. Is you can you have a little bit more say in what your what your smoothie is made up of, mm. as opposed to the one you're a talking. A little about. more involved, huh? Yeah. I do like the, the milkshake machine, though, telling it just how thick I want the milkshake. I like that. That's something you can do? Yeah. When you, have you ever done the milkshake no. at the Quick Star? Uh-uh. Yeah, you get a couple different options. Like, how do you want it? You want it super thick, yeah. a little bit thick, not thick at all? The answer is the thicker, the better for milkshakes. So let's sit here and kid each other. It should be a struggle. Well, if it's, if it's, it should be a struggle to consume a milkshake. Well, then... What the struggle just, is that's real. That's just ice cream, then. Delicious. That's right, Darren. Well, then why are you getting a milkshake? I like milkshakes. It sounds to me like you like ice cream. Yeah, with a straw in it. That's what I like. <laughs> why don't you just get a gallon of ice cream and put a straw in it? I like the way you think. That is what I'm going to do. I don't think you like milkshakes. I love milkshakes. I don't think you even know what they are. You browse a menu of smoothies made from whole fruits and vegetables. You select a drink. Then you customize it to your personal taste and health preferences by modifying the amount of each ingredient as desired. Are you capable of using a straw with your milkshake? Or is it all spoon? No, you use a straw. You can use a straw? Of course. Okay. Yes. It's... Yes. Well, it sounded to me like you want your milkshake to be just ice cream, just, where you can't you know even what? use a straw. You're just looking to pick a fight with me, I'm and not I don't looking. know, I don't know what you're going through right now, friend. But I'm here for you. I'm not. Looking I don't know to why. I don't know why you want to make this about me. It's not your fault, Darren. You're the one that started it with the milkshake. I like them thick, is what I'm saying. Okay. I like a milkshake thick. Okay. I like a milkshake to when I'm pulling on it. When I'm when I got the straw in my mouth. I want to struggle for it. I don't want just falling into my mouth. You give yourself an aneurysm. Yes, maybe. What a way to go. Would you like a malt? No, we've talked about this. I don't think I would. Yeah, you would. So these I'm robots you a malt. serve the drink, and then they confirm when it's time for you to pick it up. And they say that this thing is really the, the story of this. Confirm when I pick it up. I'm just going to stand here and wait till it's done. The thing about this blended robot is they think that this is actually going to be the start of more and more and more robots taking jobs away from people. Because right now, there's a couple of places in town you can go and get really good smoothies. Yeah. There are people that that's that are, what they that do. Human beings are making them. We're replacing the human beings with the robots. Yeah. And I don't know that I care for that. I think I would rather have a human being put the vegetables and the fruits in there as opposed to having some robot doing it at a Walmart. But it's it's contactless food prep. 
And the thing about contactless food prep is it was novel a year ago to say, oh, well, no one's touched this other than the robot. Mm -hmm. All right. That was something where you thought, well, look at me. I'm George Jetson. But now that's not a gimmick. No. That's a necessity. Sure. And robots inherently deliver contactless food. So that might be, I mean, this this smoothie machine is in the news this morning because this could be the start of much more robotic making of all of our food. Sure. Which is going to mean, again, your stir fry, people. your sandwiches. Right. I mean, there's Flippy the Burger Bot, which gets attention every once in a while. Oh, Flippy. <laughs> Can't be mad at Flippy. I think that's the other secret, too. All of these robots that are taking away our jobs, if they have adorable names, we go along with it. It, it does help. Right? Otherwise, it's kind of menacing. Like all of the automation that has ruined the industry you and I make our living in. Yes. They never really gave it a, a fun name. They always just called it like a program, but it was always like, you know, uh, RoboJock or, or, you know, DCS 4000. They never called it like... OpX. <laughs> yeah, right. OpX. And the X stands for... You're an ex-employee uh-huh. of the company. Don't need you anymore. <laughs> right. But if you give them cute names, these robots, it takes a little bit of the sting off. Terry. <laughs> Hello. I'm Terry. <laughs> there was an episode of Battlestar Galactica 1980. Do you remember Battlestar Galactica 1980? I remember the name. You would have had a lot more going on. Battlestar Galactica 1980 is not Battlestar Galactica. It's not. No, it's a spinoff. And the premise of the original Battlestar Galactica was they were from outer space and their world had been blown up by the Cylons and they were trying to find their home world that they'd come from many, many uh, generations before. They were trying to find a lost planet called Earth. Mm, That's quite a premise. That was the whole gimmick. And then in Galactica 1980... They did it! They found us! They found us. And there was one episode, and I remember being particularly enamored with this show. And I would have been, what, I would have been seven years old in 1980 when this thing aired. It was, uh, it was the, uh, the, the space pilots there, the colonial uh, Viper pilots, who were kind of like knockoffs. It was kind of like when, uh, when uh, Bo and Duke left the Dukes of Hazard, and then they replaced him with Coy and Vance. Instead of Starbuck were, and Apollo. That were their names? No, no. It was like, instead of Starbuck and Apollo, it was like two other actors. It didn't make any sense. And they flew around on flying uh, motorcycles. And and there was one episode where they had to help out Wolfman Jack. The actual they, Wolfman uh-huh. Jack. They had, from outer space, they were doing a mission to help Wolfman Jack. Gotcha. And he was explaining that where the, the radio station that he worked at was all automated. Mm. That it was all computers and robots. Sure. And see, robots are the enemies. The Cylons are the enemies in Galactica 1980. So these two guys were like, robot DJ, that's not a good idea. Uh -uh. That is not good for your planet. And uh, and They were right. Yeah, yeah. God help them. And and Wolfman Jack and all of them, uh, I think they ended up defeating the... uh, Koi and Vance? I don't think they were called... Koi and Vance were were the replacements on Dukes of Hazzard. Make when one. when Bo and Luke wanted a raise, were they trying to fool us? With no, that? no. The premise was that they were their cousins. That we're talking now about Dukes of Hazard. the The idea was that John Schneider and Tom Wopat wanted more money, and not on the, the pe- show. Yes, on the show. On the no, not the the actors wanted more yes, money. Yes, in real life they did. In real life, not not that wasn't the premise of the show. No, Bo and Duke weren't saying. You know, we really ought we to make want, more money. We should be making more money. <laughs> no. The actors, Tom Wopat. They should have done that. And that- John Schneider wanted more money. And CBS said, or we could just put two other dummies in the car. Because uh-huh. the car is the star of the show. I don't know how to tell you this. So then it was, Bo and Luke went away. Uh, now Coy and Vance, their cousins, are the Dukes of Hazard. And they're now, how are they friend. related to Daisy Duke? Well, Daisy Duke was... was Bo and Luke's cousin. Okay, so, so then, was that was that their brother? Was it were they brother and sister? I'm just wondering. I don't know that that was ever what, explained. What sort of connection they would have had? Hmm. That's that's. I think that's the best question of all. Hmm. If they had any interest in her, would that have been allowed? Could they? 
Could they have done that? We're not really that related, are we? How related are we? How related are we is the question. And this is the South. What can we get away with here? Pretty much anything. Yeah. Boy, I don't know. Were were Coy and Vance, Daisy Duke, they had to have been also cousins. I don't think that they... Because Daisy Duke... Once removed? Here's the thing. They were smart enough to keep Daisy Duke on the show. Well, and, and... they were going to pay her whatever she wanted. And Denver Pyle was still on it. And and Uncle Jesse was Uncle still running. Uncle Jesse was still... Everybody was still on it except for those two. Yeah, Bo and Luke took off. But they left their car behind? Yes. And the arrows tipped with dynamite. All of it. How did they get anywhere? Who? Oh, do, Bo and... Yeah, Bo and they Luke, left their they, car behind. That's a great question. And what were they doing? What did they what did they skateboard into town? I think they joined the army or something. They didn't join the army. <laughs> was... They probably just went to the big city, right? To, to, but they ended up coming back. They once... did? Yeah, because I think the ratings went in the toilet. Oh. And then they were like, Yeah, we need to Bo and Luke left Hazard to join the NASCAR circuit. That's what it was. In season five, they didn't go to the big city. They went to NASCAR. They were going everywhere. So Coy and Vance, uh, and who just happened to you know, one was blonde and one had the the dark hair, and that was coincidence. Yeah, yeah, and and like Luke was more of the thinker of the two. Vance was more of the thinker of the two. They had who was more of the thinker? What? One of, them, one of them was a greater thinker than the other. Bo and Luke. I don't remember that. Yes. Bo and Luke. Luke was more of the thinker. Hey, which one's Luke? The dark-haired one. Okay, Tom right? Wopat. Yes, Tom okay, Wopat. Okay, Tom Wopat was more of a thinker. As was Vance Duke. Okay. Yes. Yes, Coy and Vance were the replacements. If there's any thinking going on, mm-hmm. I'm probably the one doing it. Uh, the... <laughs> And Coy and Vance lived on the Duke farm before the show started, but then they left before the show started. So then for the first, like, 20 episodes of season five, they came back to the farm from wherever they were. But they were never referenced before. No, no, they weren't. No, they did a little bit of retroconning to kind of fix fix that uh-huh. the hole in the, in the and plot there. Boss Hogg was still there. Boss Hogg never left. Yeah, Boss Hog's not going anywhere. And uh, Roscoe. Enos, Cletus, Cooter Davenport. Cooter. They all stuck around. Right. But yeah, uh, Daisy Duke was cousin to both... Okay, I have confirmation here. Daisy Duke was cousin to both Bo and Luke and Coy and Vance. So she was a cousin Uh, to all of them. First cousin. Uh, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Now, these guys were younger, though. Yeah, they were a little. Yeah. Yeah, they were a little uh, little younger. Coy and Vance? Uh-huh. Yeah, but I mean, they were old enough to drive. <laughs> That's all they needed. I'd like to make a Coy advance, <laughs> Daisy Duke. And by that, the show comes <laughs> we're gonna, we'd to like, a troublesome end. Listen, the show's on Friday nights at 7. Uh-huh. I'd like us to be on a little bit later on. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if we were on maybe after Falcon Crest. Can we? Uh, can we make that happen? I guess uh, Vance Duke is no longer with us. Oh uh, yeah, the actor who played Vance died in 2011 at the age of 57, and it turns out that the actor that who played old? Coy, uh, Brian Cherry, they were best friends, I guess, in real life. They really bonded over the. Limited time they had on the show, and they they were best friends before they did the show. After the show, after the they show. were they were coy and Vance. They became the best of friends. They were only in like four episodes. They were in seventeen episodes, and here's the thing: it got really weird because Bo and Duke uh, were not happy with the show. Tom Wopat and and John Schneider they weren't happy with the with the scripts, and they weren't happy with the pay. And they weren't happy with the royalty structure. So that's why they said, we need to get this stuff fixed. And instead, Warner Brothers, who was doing the TV show, Dukes of Hazard, was like, or we could just get other people to do your bits. Right. And the thing is, Coy and Vance, they looked a lot like Bo and, and Duke, right? Or, or Bo and Luke. They looked like Bo and Luke Duke. 
They also just used scripts that they wrote for Bo <laughs> and Luke. They really didn't make any effort to really... It was like, these are their cousins, and now that's the show. And they were allowed to wear their clothes. <laughs> they are essentially Because wearing... when they took off for the NASCAR circuit, but they did leave... Well, they left their car behind. It makes sense that they would leave a lot of their clothes behind as well. That's exactly right. So go ahead and help yourself to that as well. There was also, at the time all this was going on, a cartoon show, a Dukes of Hazard cartoon show. Mm. And they ended up having... Coy and Vance do the cartoon, and the then they voices. got. And then when the when when Bo and and Luke came back, they went back in the cartoon. So these guys lost everything. Yeah. When uh, when everything got figured out with Bo and but Luke, but not their friendship. They were best friends until the end. Apparently, yeah. Well, there you go. That's that's I think been. It's, uh, it's going to be time for Jonathan Katz. Uh, yes. Cue the uh, Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. What's <laughs> What's this we hear about you and your uh, your boy band fixation? <laughs> My boy bands. Um, so yesterday, Eric was talking on the air about what's the one song that you like um, that you're embarrassed to admit that you like. And so I went back to, you know, I am only 30, all right? So, you know, 2000, 1999, like Backstreet Boys is the stuff that I grew up listening to. And, and uh, I said... Um, uh, let's see, looking back on the things I've done, uh, now let me show you the shape of my heart. That's the Backstreet Boys okay. song that I, that I announced on the air to thousands of viewers. Okay, and we speculated that there was a possibility, being that you are of that age, <laughs> that you had in Kansas City, like kind of your own garage boy band, didn't you? <laughs> the I, Little Chiefs. Well, you had a couple friends. Uh-huh. You, you've, told us well, about your, you've told us about your friends that would talk you into making bad decisions. Uh, is it possible, like, there was, like, the Lil Chiefs, and yeah. you just uh, dance you have... around and... Wait, 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 what did you say? The Lil Chiefs. Was that the name of your uh, your boy band? The Little Chiefs? Yeah, I don't know. The Little Chiefs. Yeah, Little Chiefs. No. Um... What was the... But did you what have... was the name of your boy <laughs> band, Cats? Know... I don't even know how to answer this. Did you, did I... you, you did have one, though, didn't you? Well, I had a bunch of... I would say I had a bunch of boy band CDs, but I don't. I wouldn't tell you that I had a boy band, um, you know, mural or pictures. No, or not, a, no, 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 no. We're no, not no. talking about that. We're, we're not. Talk, we're not we're, suggesting you got uh, no, tiger beaten. No, cut out we're the not pictures. talking about that. We're talking about you and friends getting together and maybe, maybe uh, a talent show. Uh, I don't even know what. No, we never did that. Oh, you didn't what did do Eric that? tell you? No. That's not true. No, we're, no just, we're just speculating. We're just we're just recklessly Uh-oh. we're just recklessly speculating. Yeah, fake news. Well, you well, told don't, us don't use that term. You told us that that you had these friends that would talk you into doing things at that age. Right. So I'm we wondering. just thought maybe you guys got you know you guys thought it might be a good idea to hey, learn hey, a couple. Di- we learn- would do prank phone calls, but not like you know sing boy band songs oh okay that's all prank phone calls prank phone calls <laughs> yeah because we're bad boys there you go no, so you were pranking people you were trying to uh, convince people that you were a boy band <laughs> no i never did that i liked boy bands but i oh, never okay. did that all right is your refrigerator running would you like it <laughs> would you like us to come over and dance for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah i never said that Three. Three. Do you remember that story from yesterday? There's that crazy anchor lady from Anchorage, Alaska. Yes. And the former mayor of Anchorage, Alaska, who resigned, bit of a scandal, with some nude photos. And she was saying that he was posting them to a underage girls site. Mm-hmm. She was going to expose him. And then we found out that there was some sort of relationship between the two. So, so he's out of a job. He resigned as mayor, and she's out of a job. There's some new details on this story. Now, he said that the reason that she had those photos yes. is because they had a relationship, not because he posted anything on a website. She's maintaining that that, that is what happened. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. right. The mayor resigned on Monday, saying that he was involved in an inappropriate sexting scandal. That the relationship he had with this anchor on the Fox and ABC television station there in Anchorage, he says that it was a sexting deal. That mm-hmm. they didn't have a, a physical relationship, oh, but okay. he was sending her naughty pictures, right? 
This relationship started in 2016, according to her. And they asked her, okay, well, did you ever have sex with the mayor? She declined to say that. Although she said mm-hmm. she left a message, yes. which we can't play. No, it's hateful. She's an awful person. But she says, and we heard it. Yes. She says she can't believe she thought she loved you. Right. Right. The mayor saying my re- resignation results from unacceptable personal conduct that has compromised my ability to perform my duties with the focus and trust that is required. So this is, I mean, this is a, a massive scandal up there in Anchorage. Uh, her name is Maria Athens. She called and left a really hateful, anti-Semitic mm-hmm. phone call threatening to kill the mayor and his wife. Right. That that voicemail is available online. We're not going to play it because it's just well, we can't. Aw- it's awful. Well, I mean, I suppose we could play a, an edited version, but it's just it's just ugly. Um, the the thing is that she is. We have more details on why she got fired from the TV station. Uh, the <laughs> the the tease. This all happened last Friday. She went in and taped a tease for the story that she was going to do exposing the mayor who she said was posting pictures of himself on a site for underage girls. She teased that and posted it on her Facebook page, right? And then uh, their, their official statement from the mayor's office was that these were slanderous allegations and that Maria Athens uh, made allegations that were categorically false and appear to be the product of someone who is hostile and unwell. She then posted pictures that she claimed were the mayor's butt as proof of her allegations. This is what happened later in the day, according to the district attorney's charging documents, and these are the new details. Athens and the station's manager, who was described in the documents as her boyfriend, got into an argument while they were driving around Anchorage. He made her get out of the car and told her she was barred from returning to the station. But then she did return. Right. Nevertheless. After a good long walk. She persisted. After a good long walk. That's something else, man. When you're fighting with a girlfriend or a boyfriend and you pull off to the side of the road and you go, I need you to get out of the car. That's something else. Well, the thing about that is. Yeah. You might think that's a good idea. Yeah. But when they finally find you again... It's not good. It's not good. No. Because eventually... <laughs> you've solved the problem for the car ride, but the rest of your you've, life is you, going to be You've an issue. made it worse <laughs> because eventually they're going to um, they're gonna find you once again. This is how every fight between a man and a woman in a car where one of them is asked to leave the car. This is how it goes every time, 100% of the time. Pull over to the side of the road, and you say, you need to get out of the car. And they say, are you serious right now? I and walked. you say, yes, I need you to get out of the car. And then they get out, they slam the door, and you drive away. And for three or four seconds, you think to yourself, well, I think I've, I've figured this out. I've solved the problem. You have not solved the problem. I had to walk all the way home from, I don't think it's there anymore. Why would... Was, was was there a Taco Bell at Duck Creek? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I had to walk all the way home from that. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> I mean, to cause you to have to walk home. Uh, we were in line. It was toward the end of the night. We were in line, and and Rhonda was honking the horn yeah. at people in fr- in front of us, yeah. which I didn't think she should be doing. Yes. And then she just kept doing it. And uh, the other people that are in line at the Taco Bell. And then so I was like, I got out. And she took off. My favorite part of the story, if and correct me if I'm remembering this wrong, because I do that sometimes. But I remember when you told this story in the immediate aftermath, you were so mad that you had to walk home, but especially mad because... The shoes you were wearing yes. were not appropriate for that. No, they were dress shoes. You were wearing dress shoes because I think we were coming from. I think we were coming from a wedding reception. So you were like, she made me walk home in dress shoes, as if that was somehow part of her plan. 
No, that wasn't part of her. <laughs> but you were like, you kept saying like, and I was wearing the wrong shoes I for it. I was wearing the wrong as shoes. As if, if you were in tennis shoes. It would have made it easier. It would have been better. It would have made it easier. Yeah, I remember that distinctly. you going, and the shoes I was wearing, I mean, these dress shoes are ruined and then, now. And then when I was getting closer to home and getting, you know, into more neighborhoods as opposed to... Uh, Highways. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All the lights kept coming on. Oh, right. Yeah. So you're just suspicious man in yeah, dress suspicious shoes. Suspicious man. The the Taco Bell was waiting for me though when I got home. Oh, did she leave it on like the bag for you or like oh, it was just on the counter. So she didn't she, she didn't she eat, went she ahead didn't... and got your order? Well yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's there was Taco Bell waiting for me. I'm eating this Taco Bell. <laughs> the Taco Bell was waiting for me when I got home. That's great. Uh, that's, that's a while ago. Great. I think it was like right around. Did I have to? Cl- I didn't have to climb a fence. I don't think. But there was, there was something where I had had I encountered a fence like out around. At the time, it was um, it was still John Keaty's. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Car lot. Uh huh. Yeah. Gonna hop that fence. <laughs> Shave a good minute off my walking time by hopping this <laughs> fence in my dress pants. <sighs> so the station manager says, get out of the car. And by the way, you are not to come back to the station. But I have sh- to imagine there's, I have to imagine the station manager's in a little trouble for shipping one of the, uh, one of the employees, right? You can't do that. She nevertheless did go back to the TV studio, and there I'm she attacked the station manager. Sure. When police arrived, she hit one of the cops that was trying to arrest her. Uh-oh. And they placed her in full restraints after she tried to kick out the back window of a police cruiser in her high heels. Again, if you're an employee at this station, yeah, greatest Friday ever. I can't believe you called in sick. You missed it all. She was charged with assault, criminal mischief, and disorderly conduct after releasing a, a posted bail here. Anchorage police and the FBI investigating allegations and the death threat that she allegedly made via voicemail. Uh, but You're looking out your window. You see her in the cop car, and now you're like, now she's trying to kick the window in. In high heels. Oh. She tells the Anchorage Daily News that she and the mayor began communicating on a messaging platform called WhatsApp. She told the newspaper here, quote, when he slided into my text, he was so smooth with his little witty slogans and pictures. There's pictures that she posted uh, on Twitter of her interviewing the mayor back in 2017, and they seem like they're, uh, mm-hmm. they're having a good time. Maria Athens, a graduate of Seton Hall University in New Jersey, said she was feeling isolated there in Alaska. That I can see that happening. She said he gave me attention when I was lonely, declining to say whether the texting and the sexting ever became physical. She said she deleted messages from her phone, which is now in the hands of law enforcement. She also declined at to elaborate. This point, at, this point, <laughs> at this point, why wouldn't you admit to it or not? Yeah, I mean... I mean, we're far enough down the road, you can say it happened or it didn't happen. You're not going to be working in TV anytime soon. This is someone who clearly needs to just, you know, go somewhere. And, get out and of Alaska, for get, one thing. Step one. I would suggest you leave Alaska, yeah, if I, you're allowed to. I would do the lower 48, if I were you. Uh-huh. You seem like you'd be more... You seem like you'd be more at home here in the lower 48. Doesn't seem like the best idea for you to be up there. <laughs> you just get lonely and you just go crazy, apparently, up there. Did not uh, elaborate on her assertion that the mayor was involved in illegal activities, saying that what she said was based on what her sources told her. She did not say who her sources were. Well, you're not, you're not supposed to say who your sources are. But when she says, according to credible sources, he's been doing this, Mm. She's making all that up, right? She needs to to come somewhere where everyone talks in very quiet tones. Maybe maybe do some watercolors on the edge of a lake. If you live in Nome, Alaska, yeah, 
What percentage do you think of people that live in Nome, Alaska have a needlepoint, framed needlepoint that says, Gnome, sweet gnome? There's no place like gnome. <laughs> or gnome, sweet gnome. Gnome, sweet gnome is what I would go with. It's, I mean, it's got to be a high percentage, right? What do you think the uh, population of Nome, Alaska is, Darren? Nome, Alaska. Yeah. What do you think the population is of Nome, Alaska? Anchorage, we already told you, is the most populated city in Alaska. What is the population of Nome? 10,000. 3,800. 3,800. <laughs> no thanks. No thanks. And they all have that sign. They have to, right? They gotta. <laughs> so if you live in the mid, you know, when you live in the middle of nowhere and there's only 3,800 people, how do you even, like, how do you date? How do you do any of that stuff? Mm. You don't got a lot to pick from, right? It's a smaller pool. And it's not like you can go to the next town over. I don't think, does Gnome have suburbs? If it's a town of 3,800, just no thanks. No thanks to all of that. What do you, you spend all your time just digging for gold? What are you doing up there? Nome is home to uh, what they say is the world's largest gold pan. Although that claim has been disputed by a city in <laughs> British Columbia. So you don't even and have even our that. claim to fame is disputed. <laughs> No. We don't even have that going for us. <laughs> now, uh. Anchorage, I believe, is it? No, it's Juneau that has the distinction of being the only state capital that's not connected by interstates. Okay. Like, you have to fly in and fly out, mm. right? Or, or am I thinking of Anchorage? It's like a city where there's no the interstates don't take you. I think doesn't, it's doesn't lead you. I there. think it's Juno that there's there's no way to you can't drive to Juno. Like you have to be dropped in by parachute or something. Parachute? I don't know how the hell you get to Alaska. I don't know how any of this works. Four. 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 Sharon Stone says she's done dating. She's had enough. Was she dating? She Well, she was trying to. We had this story. I know we talked about this on the podcast where she joined this dating app called Bumble and her profile got blocked because everyone assumed it was a fake profile. Yeah. Because, like, why would Sharon Stone need to use a dating app? Well, she was on the Drew Barrymore show and she says, I'm done. I've had it. And she just... I think that's a healthy attitude. Well, she's 62 years old. Uh-huh. She says, I've had it. Quote, I don't want any insincerity and baloney and game playing. She also says she, quote, doesn't need another kid. I have three sons. I don't need another child. Well, there's, no, saying. there's no talk of kids. Well, I think she's saying that the men in her life are ch- children. Oh, I see. Like, I got three sons. I don't yeah. need another kid. I oh, think that's okay. what she's saying. I don't think at 62 she's looking to kick out a baby. But she's not looking to reproduce. Oh, I want to be Sharon Stone's dust baby. Now, she says she's content to spend time alone or with family or friends. Quote, I have really good men friends, but I just feel when it comes to emotional maturity in relationships that men and women are seemingly in different spots. She says she will never marry again. And then uh, Drew Barrymore was like, yeah, right on. I'm right there with you. Take a stand, (laughs) Sharon Stone. Good for you. Sharon Stone says, I'm done with the dating pool. I want nothing to do with it. Five. 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 Number five. Taking a look here at Google searches. uh, You know, they're able to, to take a look when you search on Google. They're able to take a look at what you're looking at and then they they add everything together and they're able to take a look and say okay here are are the most popular things that people are looking for this can be helpful when you're doing research for uh, certain demographics right Mm -hmm. that's the whole idea right right in uh, in europe they're taking a look here at the data for people that ask how do I questions, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, how do I change a light bulb? How would I do that? How do I change the, the oil in my car? That sort of thing. Now, these are all 
people that are using Google and asking their questions in English. Okay. But we're taking a look at the whole of Europe, all right? So these are people, It's this is an important distinction because, like, let's say I was in Poland. Mm-hmm. If I were a Polish person, I would probably ask the question in Polish. Yes. These are only English questions being asked inside these countries. Does it make sense? Yes, English speaking. Right. When you're when they're using Google, they're speaking in English for whatever reason. Uh, for example, going around the 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 map here, um, how do I in England uh, the most looked for the most Googled uh, question? How do I is how do I compare thee to a summer's day? Of course, that's a sonnet from Shakespeare. I guess that would make sense that someone would would type in, how do I compare thee to a summer's day in England? So they're not really looking for advice. That's just the one that comes up the most. Right. When you say, how do I, and they take a look, that's not really looking for advice. No. That's somebody Googling a a Shakespearean sonnet. Right. Um, Let's see. In, in, uh, In France, the question, again, based on English language searches that comes up the most is uh, how do I stop drinking? Um, in Belarus, Belarus, there, uh, it's how do I use a screwdriver? In Finland. How do I stop drinking screwdrivers? <laughs> that's not bad. Well, Belarus, you're pretty close to where all the vodka comes from. But uh, I can't imagine there's a ton of orange juice in Belarus, right? Um, let's see, Latvia. How do I lose weight? I guess that makes sense. Uh, in Finland, how do I become an Olympian? Somebody interested in uh, becoming an Olympian for for Finland, right? Uh, in Italy, again, based on English language searches, mm-hmm. the number one how do I question for Italy is, how do I make a sandwich? How do I make a sandwich? Because to this point, I've been struggling. Struggling. Switzerland. How do I get rich quick? That's good, right? Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Then things get a little weird. Um, For example, in the Netherlands, the number one English language search, how do I, Uh is how do I pull my legs over my head? (laughs) How do I pull my legs? How do you think you would do over that? Over my head. Uh, before we tell you, before we tell you how to do it, yeah. How do you think you would do it, or how have you been trying? I've, no, I've had no success thus far. Uh-huh. That's why I went to oh. the Google and asked my question. In I English. haven't even tried. <laughs> Portugal. How do I kill without being caught? And in Spain, it's not much better. In fact, I'd argue it's worse. It's how do I learn what human meat tastes like? Good God, Spain. Germany, how do I breathe without choking? Denmark wants to know, how do I meet Tom Cruise? I mentioned Poland. Poland's number one question is, how do I help my parents in their old age? Okay, legitimate. Right? Uh, Czech Republic, where our people are from, Darren. Yes. Uh, number one question is, how do I star in pornos? That makes sense. <laughs> Slovakia wants to know, how do I train a cat? Austria, how do I learn to sword fight? Slovenia, how do I die? Bosnia-Herzegovina, how do I start a business? Meanwhile, in Romania, it's how do I how do I avoid Roma? In Bulgaria, it's how do I stop scratching my butt? Moldavia asks, how do I steal the diamonds? How do I steal the diamonds? Albania, number one question asked in English of Google is, how do I pretend I'm normal? How do normal people act? In Montenegro, it's how do I stand up to my wife? And in Turkey, it's how do I 
activate my genitals. <laughs> With my legs behind my head. Ireland, how do I travel through time? That's <laughs> something you're looking up on Google. Legitimate concerns. I'd like to go back. How do I do it, Google? How do I go back in time? Help me, Google. I can't make sense of 2020. Put me back in time, Google. Making a mockery of me. Oh, man. I guess I had never considered a Polish Google. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, their question is, how do I help my parents in their old age? That's very, I mean, good for you, Poland. That's certainly better than stop scratching my butt or activate my genitals. Or the worst, I would say, is learn what Which is really almost the same like. question. <laughs> if you could stop scratching your butt, that will activate your genitals? <laughs> well, you're just uh, <laughs> scratching the wrong body part. Russia wants to know, how do I ascend to a higher consciousness? Sweden wants to know, how do I make one friend? Oh, Sweden. Mm. That's terrible. And then uh, finally, uh, Iceland wants to know, how do I rock? How do I rock? Greece, how do I get a loan? You're right. That's, that's, that's not bad, Greece. How do I get a loan? But in Macedonia, the question is, how do I punch? <laughs> Croatia, how do I have sex? <laughs> and this isn't just one person from these country. No. From these countries no, these asking the, the questions. No, these are the top number one how do I questions for each of these countries mm -hmm. based again on Google on English language searches. <laughs> how do I pull my legs over my head? You know who would know this? Google. I'll ask them. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. Well, that's going to do it for Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things. Thanks so much for downloading and subscribing and leaving reviews and telling your friends and everything that you've done. Yeah, it's uh, brought to you by Nature's Treatment yeah. of Illinois. Tech Drive in Milan, West Main Street in Galesburg. The Milan store offers both medicinal <laughs> and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only. Make sure that you sign up for the newsletter and connect with Nature's Treatment on Twitter and Instagram. Till we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, kooks. You stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Davin board. Yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out. Come on. And it just don't stop. Eat small lane. Yeah, they keeping it hot. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it! <laughs>